Hi, I'm Kate. Hi, I'm Usma, and we are two moms out to save the world. My friend Kate is a passionate woman teaching women about sovereignty. And my friend Uzma is passionate about how to survive as a mom after the kids have grown and flown. Together, we want to break societal norms and bring a new perspective to life and the world around us. Join us as we create an alternate perspective for a richer life and better relations. We are two two moms out out to save the world. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, Two Moms Save the World. Um, I'm Kate and... My co-host is Uzma. Uzma, how, how's your morning going so far? Oh, I am having the best morning because um, I got up early, which is something I'm working on. And then I usually ground myself, right? And whenever I see snow outside, I like have not gone outside and stepped in it or I've just, you know, looked at it and walked around the house. But the last week that we've had snow outside, I've actually gone in the snow barefoot and push through my, you know, fear of stepping in the snow, being cold, freezing, you know, and I've been walking and grounding in the snow. And so I just feel really empowered that I've done something that for the last three years, I could not do. So I'm excited. Oh, that's, you know, that's fun. Cause I, I take my dogs out. Like first thing, when I get up, I take them out to pee and then feed them. And then I, I got like, an, I buy myself an hour before they want to go on their walk. And I always put my big boots on even, you know, even if it's not snowy outside, because I don't want my feet to touch the ground because it's cold. Yeah, but it just feels really good on the snow. I didn't realize how nice it felt, but I was always scared to. So I was just like, I pushed through that block I should and I'm walking in the snow. Yeah, you should. It feels so good. And it's, it doesn't feel this cold. Once you get used to it, it doesn't feel as cold. It's 40 degrees outside too right now. So it's not so cold where you can't step barefoot. So how was your morning anyway? My morning is good. I'm, um, I'm off today. I'm off every Tuesday. So, so I like have a newfound, um, just like gratitude for Tuesdays having, you know, not having to work. I worked yesterday. It was freaking Valentine's Day. It was crazy. <laughs> um, but so no, my morning's going well. well I love Tuesdays too. Cause I get to talk to you in podcasts exactly. and I'm really excited about our guest today. Oh my gosh, you have told me about our guest, Joanna, and I and I just couldn't sleep last night. I am so excited to talk to her. So I think we should begin. I'm so excited. Joanna's like, oh my God, like I have to be on right now because I yes. so much. Yes. I know. Just trying not to laugh too loud. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you have I mean, we've been talking about you for like I don't know how long. And last night I could not sleep. All I could hear, hear in my head was Joanna's coming, Joanna's coming. I'm like well, so but, excited. So to put this into context, when we first started our podcast, which was not that long ago, yeah. we were putting down a list of guests. And I think I had just watched your masterclass. I'm like, I got to, I got to check, get in with this chick, Joanna, because she, she (laughs) manifested a move from one um, country to another in eight years. So I'm giving you a little, little intro right now, Joanna. So um, yes, I watched Joanna's masterclass. She manifested moving from Belgium to Ireland in eight years. And her masterclass kind of documented the, the ups and downs, right? The, the, the signs, right? I always talk about signs, how the universe is talking to us. So Joanna was tapped into that and was able to follow them along the way and then do this little masterclass later to show us what it looked like and, and that it is possible. But, you know, it's something you have to work on every single day. Um, 
So Joanna, welcome to our podcast. We're so excited to have you. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm really excited to talk about this with you. Yeah. So um, yeah, give us, tell us about it. Tell us about like, I want to know, I know why you left um, Belgium and and that almost doesn't matter, but why did you want to move to Ireland? Well, um, it was an energy thing, you know, like I, well, my husband's Irish, so there is a connection. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we came here only a few times, but every time I came, it's just, it just felt really magical to me. And when I started to think about not living in Belgium and we were like, well, where could we go? Ireland seemed like the perfect place um, for, for a variety of reasons, you know, including that it was English speaking. Um, but really it's the energy that brought us over. Like I work a lot with, um, with, uh, with the fairies and with spirits and, you know, all those kinds of things. And, and I don't know, like something pulled me in. And I think like, I always say that when you have such a strong connection to a place, there, there is a past life story there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very, very confident, uh, that I had a past life here. Now it's not, I, I have information. I remember various past life things. I don't remember anything from Ireland. Um, and I haven't really like looked into it because it's not necessary. Um, but I know that like my soul considers this home. Yes. And I didn't really know why I didn't really know, you know, the details, but now that I'm here, I can definitely confirm that I have never in my life felt as at home as I do here you know, it's essentially a foreign country to me. So it is a bit odd, but yeah, (laughs) I I got that feeling. I I had that feeling for a country right now that I've never been to, but I got that feeling when I was in, um, in new Orleans, Mm. I, we were in new Orleans, had never been there before. I could navigate that city, like nobody's business. Like I just knew where to go. And I came upon a couple buildings that I looked at and I'm like, this energy just like, I, I know this building I've, I've seen it before. I've been here before. So I, I definitely experienced that in new Orleans. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's a past life thing. Like I had exactly that same, uh, that same uh, feeling when I went to Vilnius uh, in Lithuania and I knew like, it's like I was walking down the street and I knew what was around the corner yeah. and it was the oddest thing. Um, and I know that that's a past life thing. Like, I mean, as much as we can know anything for sure. Like right. I am positive that that's a past life thing. <laughs> cool. So I want, I want to know like more about how you manifested this with the energy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so excited Take us about on that. the journey. Take yeah, us exactly. on the journey. So we know you, you started in Belgium, which I love Belgium. I've been to Brussels and Bruges. I love that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And and so you moved to Ireland. It took you eight years. That's well, I know the whole story because I, I watched well, the masterclass. It took me, I mean, it took me eight years for a very specific reason. And that's because we wanted to do it a very particular way. So okay. if we had no attachment to money, if we had no attachment to income, if we had no attachment to stability, if we didn't have like a child that we needed to support, um, then we probably, well, definitely could have gone sooner. Yeah, but we had we didn't want to co- we we didn't want to compromise on what's important to us, um, and I think that's important to state because yeah, like we there's always a choice, you know. 
people say they're stuck in jobs and this and that. It, it, there's always a choice. Like you can leave the job and do something else. And yes, you know, that might be worse for a variety of reasons. And that's a choice. And so we didn't, we, you know, we wanted to make sure that our lifestyle, um, that our, what we find, find important in our lives continues. And that's why it took us um, longer uh, that maybe it would somebody who didn't have those same uh, values and was maybe starting from a different place. So I think that's sure. important. That's important to say as well. Yeah, that is important because I know one of your things was, you know, you and your husband physically went to a job every day. Yeah. So how can we create income without having to go to this place every single day? Yeah, that, that was a really, really big thing. Like we didn't want to move over and have no money, you know, like yeah. that was, we were used to like a normal life now and we could afford yeah. things and we didn't want to uh, take any steps backwards. I um, mean, we really, it was really important to me that my son didn't experience um, like, yeah, something just, just something that was worse than what he had. Cause Sure. It was a difficult enough move for a kid. And I didn't want it to be like, oh, I wish we'd never done this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what what were the most, um, looking back now, what was the most powerful thing that you did or intentional thing that you did consistently to get where you wanted to go? Okay. So I've, I mean, I've been doing a lot of thinking about this because I actually do think that what I achieved is insane yeah. <laughs> and like on paper should not be possible. Yeah. So, um, so I've been doing a lot of thinking about this, about what it was. And of course, like with anything, it's a combination, right? Because sure. you, you know, you can't, you can't kind of say it was one thing or the other, but there were a few things that I did very consistently. So um, one thing that I did very consistently is that I didn't quit. <laughs> you know, I, I stayed committed and when things went wrong and lots of things went wrong, like I, I'm sure we'll, we'll be able to link to the masterclass that Kate refers to um, somewhere in the show notes, but like, well, absolutely. You got to watch it. It's so good. And get that. Um, but, uh, but lots of things went wrong. And if things went wrong, like I had to recommit because again, there was always the choice. Like I didn't have to move. I didn't have to create this. Um, and so I had to, be really honest with myself and say, you know, well, do I really want it? And do I want it enough to continue down this path that is probably more difficult than some other paths I could have chosen? Oh yeah. hundred percent. So, so that's definitely something to keep in mind to keep recommitting. And that's a message you send out, right? That that's an energy you send out that like, yeah, I, you know, it maybe it's probably a test. Things, things are a little difficult. How bad do you want this? Well, well, I don't think about it as a test. It's just okay. that I think about it as energetic alignment. So the thing that you want has a certain energetic vibration and yeah. you have a certain energetic vibration and you can't have that thing until those vibrations match. And so manifesting isn't about the thing that you want. It's about you becoming a vibrational match for that thing. And so it's always a choice whether you want to continue go, you know, moving your vibration in that direction or not. Um, and I don't think we're being tested. I honestly don't. I think okay. 
Yeah, I, I, I really, I believe that those obstacles are just vibrational things. <laughs> yeah. um, and I could definitely tell that when I got myself into this, oh my God, this is so complicated space, it became more and more and more complicated. But when I get myself into uh, everything happens for our, our good and everything is easy space, then in a few, you know, in a few weeks time, I see the effects of that. So it's all, it's all vibration. So it's like, it's just playing with energy and seeing like what, um, what behaviors and what thought patterns and what, uh, what emotions create what on the other side. It's like, it's one big experiment for every individual. Okay. So just to get this straight, when you're saying to be consistent, are you saying through meditation or just thinking and feeling? knowing that you're going to do it, you know, like okay. knowing that this is what you're choosing to do with your life. So like, I, you know, I didn't do extensive work on our house in Belgium because we're moving. Like, and I kept saying okay. we're moving soon, you know, we're moving soon. And it became a little bit embarrassing because I'd bump into people uh, in Brussels and they'd be like, you're still here. Like, <laughs> right. some- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause I kept yeah. saying soon, soon, soon. And you know, so I, I always tried to stay in that vibration while at the same time making sure that I was okay in the moment, right? Mm. So not like deferring all my happiness until the moment that we moved, because uh, that's that's part of your that's part of manifesting as well. You have to take care of your energy in the moment. Um, so so committed. I mean committed in terms of like keep moving towards that goal even though it still seems really far away. Okay. So it looks like it has to do a lot with mindset as well. Yeah, that for sure. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, mindset is a, is a huge part of it and kind of constantly working on your belief system and what you think is possible and all the mindset related things is a huge part of it. And certainly another thing that I did consistently. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, when you have a positive mindset and you're like, I'm going to get there, I'm going to get there. But sometimes your mind is like, oh, it has the doubts. Is it okay if you have the doubts? Does that still mean you're going to move forward? Or do you have to keep on thinking positive? Well, well it's your choice, right? You're only you can only you can control what you do with those doubts. So some people will get doubts and they'll decide, oh, this is a sign. And some people will get doubts and be like, okay, what do I need to do to move through these doubts? Okay, good. Right? So there's always a choice. It's an oh, it's you're an active participant. Um, you can do whatever you want to shape the energy and that's it's it kind of sucks to be honest because it'd be nice if like somebody else kind of handed you some of these results on a platter but um but they don't uh and and and, and so you're always left with this choice like do I really want this or do I not and so that's you know doubts are totally normal because it would be weird not to have them right like that then you're not really living in the real world either. Like you have to address the stuff that's in your mind, the stuff that you're worried about so that your experience becomes as positive as possible. And so that you put in place the things you need for it to be positive. So if you're worried about money, you need to have a way of earning money on the other side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I I like the way that you're talking about it's a choice because, you know, because I look at it as, like I said, like, okay, am I being tested? But I guess in a way you are, you're testing yourself too, to say, am I going to let those doubts um, hinder my progress to what I want? 
Or am I going to overcome them and say, yeah, no, I really still want this. I'm going to push through them. And, um, you know, I see what you're saying. And if that's helpful to you, then by all means use it. Okay. This is, you know, it's a very individual thing. I personally don't like the idea of being tested. I feel like, like that puts stress on my system. I don't like that no matter who's doing the testing. (laughs) I don't don't like it. And so it doesn't, it doesn't put me in the right emotional vibration state to take the best possible decisions and the best possible energy. But by all means, if that works for you and it makes sense, to you, then use that for sure. And and explain it to yourself in that way. And that'll propel you forward. Yeah. It's just the perception. And, and I like your perception of no, it's, it's, you know, for you, that's, that's not how, how it's showing up for you, for you. It's like, no, I absolutely want this thing. And I'm just going to keep going to it. Um, Whereas, yeah, the test comes in my mind myself, like, do I really want to keep going with this? So yeah, I like that different perspective for sure. And that's what it's all about, right? Our different perspectives and how we see the world and what we think we can or cannot achieve. Exactly. And that's why, that's why there's no formula for this because you have to find a way that matches like what what your mind's doing. And then you have to find the solutions that are appropriate for your particular mindset, for your particular uh, set of circumstances and for your particular dream. (laughs) Yeah. So Joanna, for people who are listening, who might not be really like knowing truly how to manifest or what to manifest, can you maybe take us through like a process of what you manifested and how you did it or give people a little bit of an example of how they can start? So sure. Like manifesting simply means uh, taking energy into form. So everything exists as energy first. Um, and everything like that's we all know that scientists know that everybody knows that um, and putting energy into form into something that you can actually experience in your day-to-day life something you can touch something you know something physical that's manifesting right so it's people talk about it as creating something but I look at it a bit differently because I don't think we're creating anything from scratch. I think we're simply aligning our energy with the energy of something that we want. So for me, it's all a vibrational exercise and that's how I, how I approach it. So in the, in the simplest form, manifesting is, uh, is making your dreams come true, reaching your goals, like living your dream life, making it happen, all those kinds of slogans, except from the energy side. So not by like sheer determination and hard work, but in a way that's the right way for you. And I will add that I don't think you can manifest just anything at all. I, I do truly believe in this. My gu- the guide team I work with explains this to me, you know, in, in a very clear way um, that the, the things that you can manifesting is a soul level skill, basically. So you're not doing it as a human being, you're doing it as your higher self. Mm-hmm. And so what you're manifesting is your like is your true purpose, is your life purpose, is the things that your soul came here to experience. And how do you know what those things are? Those are your true heart's desires, right? So for you, that'll be something different than for me. Like maybe you can manifest being a published author and maybe I can't because that's not my soul's desire. Right. So even those goals will be very, very personal to you. 
I find that so interesting that you bring that up because um, I like I've had ideas in the past of what I think I wanted. And it's really just been recently that I've, you know, I've I really have made it a, um, a mission of mine, you know, for the next three months, I'm focusing on a few things. Um, really like sitting in, in my thoughts and my private time and, and trying to get into the energy of what I want. And there's been a few things I thought I wanted. And when I sit and I think about them, I don't get that emotional connection to them, but other things I do. So I find that so interesting that, you know, you might think you want something, but unless you can get in the emotional vibration of it, it's probably not meant for you. So a couple things have become very, very emotionally, you know, kind of charged. Like I can feel it. I can see it. And so that's where I choose to head. So yeah, thank you for bringing that up. I think that's a really important point. Yeah, and it, and it takes you know it takes a bit of self awareness and self honesty and all those things. And it, it's just very easy to be caught up in, uh, in 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 goals that society thinks you should have or what things should look like. You know, like for a very long time, my goal was like immense business success. Like I want it to be on Oprah. I want it to like have that you know that lifestyle. Like, girl, that, you're you know. close. You're on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then like, and it was, you know, and it wasn't happening and it wasn't happening like in a big way. Like it wasn't like, I just wasn't getting traction on any of those things that I, that I thought I wanted or that I said, that I said, I want, I wanted. And then I realized like, I don't want any of those things. Like, I don't, I don't want to be like traveling the world. Like I am happiest when I'm at home with my husband and my son. Like I want a nice, happy, pleasant, quiet life, you know, with plenty of space to do the things I want. Like I don't want to be going, you know, to Chicago today and Tokyo tomorrow and yeah. whatever. I'm a very nervous traveler. That would like, be very unpleasant. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I don't actually want that, even though that's what you're supposed to want when you start a business, for example. Yeah, no, that's I, I love that point, too, because I feel like I mean, we're all on freaking Facebook, like, you know, seeing all these coaches saying, get your dream life, get, you know, do a hundred thousand dollar months, all this like total BS. And and I think so many people are buying into, oh, no, I have to want that stuff. Like that's that's what is going. So, so we're just creating another set of like societal norms, per se, that, that we're trying to get people to buy into to sell programs, which I think is really out of integrity, but it's going on. Yeah. And, and, you know, some people will want that. Some people sure. will really want that kind of income and everything that goes with that. Right. Cause there's, yeah. there's certain things that go with that and some people won't and, and both are okay. I think it's when we get into, you know, shaming people who prefer to work a job than have their own business, shaming people who prefer to earn 5k to hundred K it's not okay for me. It's not okay to, you know, to say to them, Oh, you have a mindset problem. You're not thinking big enough. Right. That might be true, but it might not. Well, that came up for me. You know, I started working at Whole Foods. I love to talk about that. And, um, you know, I, I need it to, my business is not making the money I want. I, I want it to bring in some income for myself and, um, and I'm okay with that, but there was a little bit of struggle in me. Like, what are people going to think and this and that? And I don't really give a shit. The, the interesting thing is I've, I've been able to kind of take my skill set that I have learned being a coach and apply it there 
with some great success. So I'm hoping they're going to start paying me for that. And then that's one thing I'm manifesting. Like this isn't something that they normally do part-time person coming in with managerial experience and then paying them, but I'm going to try to, I'm trying to manifest that because why not? Yes. Why not? Showing the value. Yeah. I've also changed too. Like I thought I wanted a lot of money, but I don't want a lot of money. I just want enough where like, if I want to get on a plane to Europe, I can just pay for that ticket, enjoy my trip and come back. If I want to buy a really expensive pair of shoes, I can buy it and not have to think about it. I just want enough that if I need something or want something, I can have it. I don't want anything so extravagant or so big in my life. And, you know, and you know, and that's great. And that might change. Like when you get to that point where you have that, yeah. You might say, actually, I would quite like this other thing. And that's okay as well. But like, I, I think we just have to get into this habit of being really honest with ourselves about what's important and what makes our lives joyful and, for, and fulfilling. And that's not going to be the same for everybody. Like a huge part of my freedom, lifestyle, fulfilling life is spending an extreme amount of time on my couch reading books. Yeah, I you know, and that. that's that's not going to be success for everybody. Like, and I don't need a lot of money for that. You know, library's free. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's like that brings me just so much immense joy. Um, that 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 needs to be a huge part of my of my vision of my you know of my ideal life, and that's okay. Yeah. Well, I have another question. Like when you're manifesting, you know, it's that shift that gets you what you want, right? The shift happens where the energy and what you want is aligned. Well, how does that shift happen? Because you can meditate and you can think and you can want it and move forward. But how do you get that connection, that leap? Okay. So that's, there is no leap. It's more like a, like a series of little leaps. Okay. (laughs) So quantum shifts are actually quite small. The quantum level is tiny. It's the smallest level we, we know about. Um, and quantum shifts are actually small things. So like, you know, every time, every time you go for a run, you're aligning with your healthy self. Like every time you make certain choices, you're aligning with that version of you. So, and eventually you've made so many small choices that it kind of tips the balance, right? Like when I was moving to, to Ireland, I made various choices along the way like I decided I needed to know how to manage money really well and I decided that I needed to build up my business to a certain level and I decided that um I I want actually I I I knew that the version of me living in Ireland was reading a lot making time like she had plenty of time to read and she went outdoors more often and so I did that I did those things already in Belgium (laughs) And so, and that's how I aligned with what I wanted, with the life that I wanted. And all those little steps eventually led me here. So it'll be more useful to think of making sure that you're aligning with what you want every single day. And that's emotionally. So feeling the way you want to feel and in terms of actual um, practical things that you want in your life, like some of them, obviously, you won't be able to add to your life today, right? Like when I was in Belgium, my dream was to live in Ireland. I couldn't, like, I, I couldn't live in Ireland. I wasn't living in Ireland. I was living in Belgium. <laughs> like that was right. not a possibility. But there were lots of smaller things that I could do. And so by asking myself, well, 
what will I do differently when I'm there? Read more books. Okay. But right now I have a job. I have a family. I have a business. I have all these things. I don't have time. Well, that's a choice then. I'm like, no, I need to align with that version. So I'm going to make time to read more books now. And it's those small shifts uh, that create your leap in the end. And it looks like a leap that was sudden. And that's why I tell my story of eight years. <laughs> right, right. And, and I, 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 I like that you bring up, you know, it, it's acting as if now, right? Like, what does future you do? Do it, whatever you can do that now. That's a way to help align with that energy. I know I'm starting to do that. And, and just like, like, what would she wear? Right. What, what would yeah. she read? How much would she read? Um, like, what would she think about once she is in that, that, um, that level, that vibration that she wants to be in as well. Right. And what does she believe? Right. What, what does, does she, she not believe? What has yeah. she stopped doing? All those questions are really, really important. And some of them, like, some of them are really obvious things like that don't seem obvious, like, <laughs> they seem obvious but like they also seem like revelations like for example I still remember the moment many many years ago when I realized that the wealthy version of me doesn't worry about money and and I was like oh <laughs> like, that makes total sense yeah. but like so she wasn't like tracking all the income and like, you know, tallying up all the expenses and all those things. She wasn't doing any of that or thinking about, she just wasn't thinking about money as much as I was thinking about money. Yeah. This came up for me this morning, right? This, and, and it may have been something that I, I read on your, um, in your group, but like this morning I was like, just thinking about future me, um, and yeah, future me does not worry about money, right? So why am I worried about it now? So, and I stopped worrying about money a long time ago because I I, I feel like I've gotten in that energy of, it, you know, I might look a, a month down the road and be like, I'll start adding up how much money we're going to make by then. And I'm like, oh my God, it always works out. It just always works out. Um, so I just, I stop worrying about it because it always works out and being able to tell myself that I feel like just makes it happen as well. Well, I will say for, cause that's great. And I did not have that level of trust. <laughs> it's taken me a, a good, I'm, I'm going to say like 18 months to get there, but it's, it's also tracking my um, like what happens, right? Like, I, I did this and this happened. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? So having I do, evidence. I do know what you mean. Yeah, and I can't like, get there. And I'm not sure if I can ever get there. I come from a very poor background. I had some very difficult years in my life. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if I can ever be in that place where I'm totally not worried. Yeah. Um, so for anybody listening who maybe finds that difficult to just stop worrying, like I'm a worrier. That was not a possibility for me. What I did was, okay, I knew that future me doesn't worry about this. So I tried to think about what happens in between, like what happens in the gap between me and her that she's okay to not worry anymore beyond having some kind of amount of money in the bank. Cause that's right. again, not something you're going to have immediately. And one of the things that I came up with was, well, I would worry a lot less if I felt like I had a handle on my money. And so 
I signed up for a course, uh, you know, to teach myself about finance, to teach myself about investing and like all these things that are possible and just how money works and how the world works with money. And that really, really helped. Like even, not even like in terms of actual steps that I took, but in terms of how I ended up feeling about money and my relationship with money and my ability to manage money. So it helps shift your mindsets on, on money in general. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, that's awesome. That's so cool. I, I need to do that. I would love to get into, and you know, and money is such a fearful thing for so many people, right? So just me even like thinking a year ago about signing up for a course to teach me about money would be very, bring up so much fear and worry for me. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's okay. Yeah. Right. It's just yeah, then it's a decision whether you'll, first of all, whether you can afford it, because obviously nobody needs to be going into debt to, to learn about money. That's silly. Right, right. <laughs> um, but, uh, but also, you know, whether you're willing to do it despite, in spite of the fear or, you know, find solutions that work for you. So always find the aligned solution um, and, and keep moving forward. Cool. Wow. I do have a question. So how did your, um, cause I, I deal with this with my husband, like what are my dreams? What are his dreams and how can you bring them together? So how did your husband feel when you're like, honey, we're moving to Ireland? Great question. <laughs> well, it was a, it was a joint process. Like I, you know, he had no problem moving to Ireland in theory. Cause he comes from Ireland and all that, and he was happy to come back home. Um, now, I will say that as, you know, Kate, you watched my, my class, so you know this, but um, at, when we started, what we wanted was impossible. Yeah. Like, like impossible. <laughs> like this was a can, complete, can, can like. You, can you give me some back story on why it wasn't yeah, possible? Yeah. It wasn't possible because we had jobs that were supporting us. We had a very high mortgage. We had zero savings. And so even to like start the process of selling a house and buying a, like that, just we couldn't get a mortgage in Ireland. Like it was just, it wasn't possible. Okay. It just wasn't possible. Like obviously we needed a home to live in in Ireland. It wasn't possible for us to get one. Um, yeah, no savings or nothing. So, you know, to be fair with the first time I was like, why don't we just, you know, leave everything and move yeah. to Ireland? Yeah. I felt that way. I'm sure we can manifest it magically. Yeah. Um, like he was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, that's clearly not a possibility, but we, you know, we kept talking about what we wanted and just talking about our joint future and what we wanted that to look like. Um, and, you know, eventually not very quickly, I have to say. It took many, many years for it to become like an actual possibility rather than a, you know, someday maybe possibility. Um, but eventually we were like, well, if we do this and this, then maybe we can go. Like, maybe we can go in two years, you know, if we save up this money and if this happens you know, then maybe we can go in a couple of years. Um, and then, you know, then our, our plans changed a little bit and then things were a bit weird with COVID. And 
but in the end, you know, in the end it was okay. But so a lot of people actually ask me this question um, about how to like manifest with a partner. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's important that you want the same thing. Yeah. Right. If you're going to be a team about it, <laughs> then it's important that you want the same thing. But I guess that's important anyway, in a relationship that you're kind right. of wanting the same thing for the future. Um, we did have lots of conversations about where to move to. Um, whether it should be Ireland or whether it should be something else, you know, what made sense. So we, we looked at possibilities everywhere. So we were very open, you know, to all sorts of, to all sorts of possibilities. And we were both very honest about what we, what we wanted and what we definitely did not want. So my husband really didn't want to live in a place that was uh, overcrowded. Like he likes to have space around him, which Ireland offers and some other countries don't. right? Right. Like, uh, population density was a, was a factor. Um, you know, cer- certain things were important to him. Certain things were important to me. Certain things were important to our son. We involved him as well. Um, so it was really kind of a joint project. Gotcha. From that, you know, dreaming out aloud kind of place. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it has to be joint then, right? For it to move forward. Because if one wants to move forward and the other's not ready that it takes longer or it doesn't happen. Yeah. It takes longer. I think it takes longer. It's the same, you know, we, we, we had the same when we were selling our house, like we first put it up uh, on the market and although it should have, you know, been snapped up immediately, it wasn't. And I was like, what's going on? And it was, uh, and I, I think it was my son who wasn't ready. He didn't want to leave. Like he wanted to move, but he didn't want to leave the house, which obviously wasn't possible. (laughs) Isn't that, that's so interesting how that shows up. Yeah. Yeah, because so, I'm yeah, because I'm seeing that too with us. Because right now we're looking at getting a house before my husband would be like, no, not right now, not right now, not right now. And lately, he's like watching YouTube videos with me. He's talking about it, and so now we're like out looking for land, or we're looking for, or you know, our realtors are calling us. But before nothing, it was dead. And yeah. now that his mind is like, okay, I'm ready. We're both in alignment, and stuff is happening. So there will, there will always be something that you can probably do just from your side, like before, before, you know, we could move on, on this stuff together. I just focused on building up my business. Like I knew that that was part of the vision, (laughs) what what we, what I needed uh, to, to, to feel secure moving. Um, And so I focused on that and I didn't particularly need him to, to you know, that. to be involved in that. Although, you know, though he, he definitely believed in me and all that. Um, but yeah, for the, for the actual moving to, you know, if you're going to move your whole family, then it's got to get it, them all on board. All on board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give your husband a lot of stuff on Scotland, Kate. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's I think right now, Scotland. It was France and I just didn't energize. I feel like I lived in France at some point and I think that's the whole like New Orleans kind of connection too. Um, but yeah, I just energetically didn't feel it. I couldn't, I couldn't really get a, um, you know, like a picture in my head, but yeah, Scott, and you know how Scotland came up? This is interesting, Joanna. Um, and I, it was my, I was texting you during this. So my sister, I don't know. We were talking about like our ancestry and I'm like, oh, you know, we've got, I'm part Irish, right? Because I've got ancestors from Ireland. And my sister's like, you do know that our Irish relatives came from Scotland. I'm like, what? So. (laughs) Wow. 
So I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our Irish relatives were really came from Scotland. So that kind of kicked off that whole thing. Um, but it, it just, it really is amazing how things just, I don't know, energetically get called to your attention as well. Yeah, definitely. You know, but, and then it's really important to take actual real world steps, you know, yes. so that's, this is also a really important thing is to kind of figure out what would be required? Like how much would it cost to buy a house in Scotland? Like, yeah. you know, what would this actually look like in practice? Like what would we need to do? And, and really you, you need to go, like you need to yes, go and immerse yourself in the energy um, and see whether you'd actually like it. Cause it's all kind of very, you know, very well to, to have it in your head, but the reality might be different. And I mean, we, we did a lot of research like that cause I'm a worrier, you know, like, <laughs> I, I didn't want to make this big change and then have things worse or then not like it or regret it or whatever, you know? Yeah. And it's very easy to, in your mind, think, you know, go on holiday somewhere and then in your mind think, oh, wouldn't it be great if we didn't have to go back? Like, that's different. Like, you're on holiday. Like, you'd, you'd have fun anywhere pretty much, yeah. you know? Yeah. So people come to Belgium on holiday too, and they love it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I lived in San Diego for four years. I hated it. But when I vacationed there, it was great. Right. So, you know, we, we actually came to Ireland several, well, lots of times, and we tried to go to various parts of the country at various times of the year. <laughs> in Ireland, the, the weather is a consideration. So we wanted to make sure that like, we weren't only happy in May, you know, yes. <laughs> that, that February was also okay. <laughs> yes, so, absolutely. And you can't, you know, you can't get that idea really for, unless, unless you go. And obviously like you don't have to do it as extensively um, as we did. Uh, maybe you have a higher tolerance for, you know, for a bit of risk. We have no tolerance for anything like that. So we had to do it very kind of meticulously. Um, yeah. But that's also part of what we talked about before to, to know yourself and to know what you need and to know what, you know, understand what you specifically need to have in place uh, to be able to do it. Yeah. Well, this has been amazing. I know you, you've got to get going to, uh, because you are also um, acting in a play. Yes. A very small play. Yes. <laughs> but that's, I mean, I think that's amazing because that was something that you knew you wanted to be a part of. Right. Oh, I already did this before. I did this in Belgium too. So that right. wasn't yeah. So so that needed to be there for you. That yeah, I, I wanted I wanted something theater related um here as well. And we ended up, you know, randomly, coincidentally, whatever, not really um in a place that has all those things. Yeah, so, that's amazing. So, tell us a little bit about the elevator. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that real quick. Um, I'm going to take a picture too. Before you jump, um, cause I'm in the elevator and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. So actually I didn't, I didn't get to tell you about that. Um, at all that, about that piece, but when you asked me about what I did consistently, I was going to mention several things that I did consistently. Um, okay. and following spiritual guidance was one of the things I did super, super consistently because my dream was so big um, it was impossible to like logic my way into it. And yeah, you so didn't call the big to, guns. Yeah. Yeah. I had to follow them. Like they were the only ones who could see it really. I couldn't from where I was standing. And so I had to follow their guidance, even though like it was sometimes frustrating because it was obviously a lot of inner work. Um, it was sometimes it didn't make sense. <laughs> and I was like, why am I supposed to be focusing on this now? You know? 
Um, but in the end, it, you know, it, it really, I see now, I, you know, in retrospect, I see that when I followed what my guide team was saying, um, it was it was exactly the right thing to focus on at that particular time. And I'm just super grateful to have that. And so the elevator is where I share that guidance. <laughs> that's, a, that's the long way of saying what the elevator is. So the elevator is a group where I share monthly and weekly guidance uh, from my guides team who call themselves the Avalon Collective. And it's all it's all meant to um, help you find your own inner wisdom, your own inner power, your, your, yourself, because that alignment with who you're, you know, you're supposed to be to experience all the things you want. It's not becoming someone else. It's not becoming someone better. It's not anything like that. It's just becoming more of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so the point of everything is to shed all the layers and become the most authentic version of you uh, that, you know, possible. And, and that's what Avalon's guidance always helps you do. It helps to bring you back uh, to yourself. And, and your Facebook group, your, your regular Facebook group is called Soul Smart. I have a Facebook group that's, that's for clients and students only. So I don't have an open Facebook group. So if you want to join oh, my Soul gotcha. Smart adventure Facebook yes. group, you have to have bought something from me or participated in something at gotcha. some point. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you did mention something on there and, and on with this that made me laugh this morning because I have two very old cars and I just paid a thousand dollars for one of my cars to, you know, have all this stupid work done on. And then my, as soon as that got done, my other car, almost the same problem in that car. But this morning you posted about your, um, your ice maker and you're like, Oh, I just am choosing that, you know, my life is easy. This is what I tell myself all the time. And it was so, I, I just, I feel so aligned with you because I'm like, this is exactly what's going on in my life right now. So I'm like the mini Cooper, it's all easy. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. So if, if I can share with you my life mantra that I've been using for years and years and years. So if you take nothing away from this podcast conversation, but this, <laughs> take it. Um, I always tell myself that everything always works out for, like for, for, for my, uh, for my benefit, to my benefits, yeah. everything always works out perfectly for me. Always. And always. honestly, I mean, the things that, that, have happened even recently are just insane like uh yeah i mean i won't go into into details but i mean it's when you when you're living from that space things can really fall into place very very magically with you know so-called coincidences and all these things um happening and uh, it's a really really great way to live so even when things are going wrong if you keep repeating and make that your mantra make that your belief keep finding proof that everything works out perfectly for you even when you thought something was going wrong in retrospect it's proof that it went exactly right yeah. at exactly the right time um keep finding proof for that and your life will will improve in like immeasurable ways immediately that's uh that's that's a fact. Yeah, this is living <laughs> yeah. in magic. Exactly. You know, I now you've been talking. I just have this one last question before you go. How did you find your guidance? Like, tell me about, you know, you were just talking about your higher power, spiritual power. How did you get that? And were you young when you got it? Or did it come to you? Or as you got older? It was actually when I was older, it was, um, so I, I had a, like, a, a burnout, I guess you'd call it from, from my job. Um, maybe 10 years ago, something mm-hmm. like that. 
Um, and when I was off sick for that, I discovered the concept of manifesting. Um, and I was always spiritual, but I got more into like more into exploring that part. Um, and I ended up doing this intuitive art course. And the intuitive art course was led by a lady who was a channel who worked with a group of spirit guides. Now, I wanted spirit guides so badly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wanted to be just like her and it just wasn't happening. And it only happened once I went through the like more of the intuitive art course and got to know myself better and developed a stronger connection to myself and started to accept myself and like myself and understand myself and all these things. And then the spiritual connection happened. So that's self-love piece that we all avoid. That's the basis. I love that. I love that. Oh what, that's like such a great place to end this. Yes. Because yeah, people, people are living inauthentically um, because, you know, we just have these fears and judgment and, mm. Um, once you can really step it, like really get into your power because you are powerful just as you are. Yeah. And it makes sense. It makes sense, right? Like you can't have an intuitive connection or a spiritual connection without being authentically you. And it doesn't, you know, you don't have to like solve it all and be perfect uh, before it happens. But that journey of, of accepting yourself and and knowing yourself uh, is the basis for all these things. Awesome. Joanna, so amazing having you on. This was so much fun. Yes, oh, it was this was fun. awesome. It was so great. Yeah. <laughs> I loved talking to you. I wish we could talk for longer, but yes, I, I know. We, we, I'm sure both of us have 2,500 more questions for you, but yeah, exactly. I think this was very titillating. You get an idea of, of Joanna. I, I just, I really loved your masterclass. I love being in the elevator um, and we'll grab all that information and put it in the show notes. So if you're yes. interested in connecting with Joanna, definitely do so. Lose yeah. my- uh, yes. I'm definitely going to sign up for the elevator. Oh, it's oh awesome. Yes. <laughs> I'm just I'm like, so, like, I have so many questions and so many things. <laughs> if you don't mind, we might have you, we will actually ask you to come on again later on. I'd be very, very happy to do that. And if yeah. anybody wants to connect, um, I hang out on Instagram in terms of social media. So gotcha. if anybody, any listeners want to connect, that's, uh, that'd be awesome as well. I tried, I try to share. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not super consistent, but I try to share on there as well. So awesome. All right, awesome. Uzma, you always have the best parting words for us. Oh yes. The best parting words are watch us, like us, share. Two moms save the world. We're here to serve you in the best way that we can, right? Yeah, break societal norms and teach you a different way to live. Exactly, and today, Joanna, tell us your mantra one more time to end. Everything always works out perfectly for you. Awesome. Love it. All right, talk to you guys later. All right. Bye.